Hello, you're listening to Living Alone Together. I am your only host, Yan. So, it's kind of been a million years since I、um, updated this account, and I suspect that nobody cares anymore, which is fine because、um, in the start this wasn't gonna be like a popular podcast anyway. Um, the thing is, I've been getting a lot of spam、um, emails, and I think that maybe a large proportion of the people、uh, who do download the podcast are probably just advertisers who are interested in spamming me anyway. So I would say that I'm really talking to myself, and that there is nothing、um, urgent to do. Given that this is really just a one-person podcast, in any case, I do want to update、um, some of my, well, update you with my life. So first thing first, I finally, I finally quit my job, and it happened exactly three days ago. I left my job, and I'm still adjusting to the new schedule, to the new freedom. Um, one big change is that I finally started to to cook again.、Um, I don't know when I stopped doing that.、Um, when I was working, I actually used to. There was a period of time when I would cook a little bit, and yet somehow I don't know. I was so stressed for some reason that I stopped cooking altogether, and have been pretty much eating. Uh, unhealthily, unhealthily, yeah, and、um, that's not ideal, of course. So I'm gonna start doing that again.、Um, another thing is,、um, what else? Yeah, another thing is that I, a lot of things happen really, but some of them I really cannot share on this channel. I would just say that.、Um, Life-changing things happened in the past、uh, two weeks or so. And I have then since、um, adjusted my overall view of humanity, or rather that、um, I was forced to accept my more pessimistic view of humanity. And、um, there's nothing wrong about that. That's just how things are. Things just happen that way.、Um, and it's totally I cannot do anything about it.、Um, on the other hand, I. I think it's kind of enlightening that I became totally disenchanted by by humanity, and、uh, yeah. So I'm not glad. I would just say that this is a natural progression of how things would be, and、uh, I'm approaching thirty, and maybe this is how people get、uh, people actually turning to adults, which is through.、Um, Individual events that make them disappointed in life in general. I don't know. I'm speaking a really, really pessimistic way, and、um, and I'm not sad. I'm just stating the facts. Um. So, uh, so that's one thing. Becoming completely disenchanted and uh, just trying to regurgitate. Uh, what happened, and um, that's taking up a lot of energy, really. Another thing is due to my disenchantment of、uh, humanity, or just due to my greediness, I purchased、um, a new watch.、Um, it's a mechanical watch. It's my first, and I don't think it'll stop here. So that's another thing. So 
A funny thing is, um, after I quit my job, uh, another coworker who also quit my job, she's kind of my friend. We sort of we've been talking on the phone for two days straight <laughs> in the morning, in the morning, and uh, it's been more than five hours, and we've been discussing sort of just life in general, but really um, our coworkers because we were talking about how. Uh, we were just, we were wondering why they don't quit their jobs when most of them are not happy with this workplace, and we were just thinking about um, how people cope with uh, unhappiness in general. And of course, we both uh, we both know that buying things is really the only way to do that uh, in this tiny, tiny town because there isn't really much to do. You cannot go to a concert. You cannot go to a nice restaurant. There's nothing to do here. There's just so little that exists right here. So the only thing is to do online shopping. And, and it's so funny how we both pretty much do the same thing. And then we were talking about how material things in the end cannot bury our grief. Um, not necessarily grief, but just a sense of not belonging, right? And I do agree with that. But I would also say that it's very... It's not going to solve the problem, obviously, but it's a very effective distraction because since I purchased my watch, I've not thought about the incident that made me lose faith in humanity. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, the things still come back um, here and there, but I... I do have a lot more, like most of my energy is directed toward uh, knowing more about the watch, knowing more about mechanical watches in general, and just like doing some research. And that is, on the surface at least, it's very effective. It really takes away my attention from, um, from the event. And I don't think, of course this is not going to be long term, but, you know, I found a new source of energy. I, I found a new way to to uh, occupy myself. And I wouldn't say it's the best way, but at least it's something. And, um, but I still do agree that, of course, um, you're not going to solve your problems or you're, you're not going to eradicate the problems by, by buying material things. I'm just saying that perhaps at this stage, it might be, um, it might be like a, a quick... Uh, let's say, solution to, to like, because it might be dangerous, really, to, to always delve into the root of the problems. And I think there's no harm in uh, buying a little something to get rid of, to distract yourself a little bit. And, and of course, if it's something important, it's, also gonna, it's always going to come back. The very uh, axiom is that you cannot solve the problem. And by definition, then, the problem is going to come back. And um, when it comes back and when you are sort of uh, uh, over that initial unspeakable phrase, um, then you got to face it um, in the end. So, so I don't think it's a big problem to distract yourself with material things when you are distressed, but um, I do agree that it's not going to solve the problem and that it's just temporary. Um, and um, what can I say? I love my watch. <laughs> uh, give me a second. I'm going to uh, fix my curtains. All right, let's continue. So... Um, another thing that happened was I had some time to do some health checkup, and there was something that I have to deal with, uh, meaning that I might have to go through a small operation. But I was looking at the, 
I was doing a lot of research. I was looking at the statistics. It turns out that um, the rate of progression to into cancer in my case is probably not very high. And I was thinking maybe I should just, uh, maybe I should let it go. <laughs> I don't know. I was going to do the operation already. I was going to, I was sort of mentally prepared to do it already. But then the doctor said, look, it's not, you cannot do it alone. You have to find someone to do it with you. And you have to bring them to the hospital and uh, so on and so forth. It got me, it got me really, really mad because not because that I'm sad that no one could, like, at this moment, I don't have the best candidate for this job, but really I'm mad that how come they think I cannot manage by myself. And really it's the structure of the society that's, that's, that's unreasonable. For example, why can't some nurse or someone in the hospital just help me for a sec to get on the taxi, right? I mean, it's just not... It's not. It's just a society that's really unfriendly to to people living alone. Um, sorry, I stopped because there was some really annoying advertisement car going around my house, and I don't want to record that. Um, where was I? Yeah, I was saying that how come the society could be so unfriendly to people living alone, right? And um, I know they mean well. I just I just wish there were a better way to to deal with it. And, and and you can imagine that there are some operations that you simply don't want to tell people about. You don't want to explain to your friend or your family that you probably need this operation. So it's just really, I, I think it's just be it's an insensitive uh, society. Yes, I'm saying it. It's insensitive to say that you must find, uh, you must find someone to to be with you to uh, to perform the operation. And it's really silly, really, because. You know the mental troll, uh, troll, the mental toll that you have to go through um, to explain to a close family or, or a friend that you've got this thing and you've got to do your operation, and you're gonna worry them. And I don't know. I think the society is just forcing you to, um, to, to, to connect with the people around you. And I don't think this is necessarily the best way to connect. And it's not even necessary. And it's just hurting our egos. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just a little bit upset. I'm just a little bit upset that um, I cannot do the operation alone. So I'm going to have to find a friend to live with me for a few days to take care of me and things like that. Um, yeah, so that's what I've been going through. Uh, job quit and uh, humanity, faith in humanity lost and operation not complete. <laughs> Uh, what else can I say? Yeah, so I would say that um, that's it. Um, there's not much to update uh, in my life right now, apart from what I just said. And I have absolutely no idea what to do next. I mean, in terms of job, of course. I don't even have any idea where to go uh, for vacation. And I don't think, I feel like I'm obligated to take a vacation, as in to go away, far away to some place. Uh, but I'm not that interested in doing so because, of course, it costs a lot. And I don't know. It's just that I'm not exactly in a great mood. I think this is a transitioning phase. Um, I recently have some rashes on my body and I've not been feeling exactly perfect, uh, 100% well. And uh, yeah, I still have to deal with them and I still have to clean my house and my my plants, they're getting old and yellow and ugly. I don't know what I did 
it's probably just due to long term not caring for them. <laughs> I need you to take a vit- vitamin. Hold on. All right, continuing. Um, yeah, knowing that pretty much no one listens to this podcast, I'm pretty uh, free to say whatever I want. Um, so what else can I say? The Criterion channel is no longer new. It's been, I've been subscribing to it for two or three months. I have to admit, I didn't really watch that many movies, although I don't know if I got my value back yet. I think I watched 10 movies. So for $99, that's $9.9 per, per movie. Not yet value back, uh, but... I'm on my way. I'm going to watch a little bit more today. And today, um, because it's rainy, I'm not going to do any shopping, not going to do grocery shopping, not going out, really. I'm just going to clean out my closet um, and find the clothes I'm really looking for and probably throw some things away. That's always what a good, good thing to do, right? You always throw things away when you are on a break or something. And, um, yeah, so that's that. What else can I say? I, I'm sort of worried about not exercising because um, because it's 35 degrees Celsius every single day out there and I simply have not been biking to work um, and therefore there's no form of exercise that I actually am doing. Um, I do have um, a, like the boxing kit at home so that's only when for when I'm feeling down. Um, I, I feel like I could release my stress that way. Um, it's been helping, but I don't do it that often because, I don't know, I'm just lazy. <laughs> so yeah, I got to find a new way to exercise. There's a gym right next door, but it's so expensive. I don't want to spend that money. I don't know what to say. Um, life is as depressing as usual, even when I've quit my job. It's just made things a little bit easier, as in I don't have to wake up at the same time every day. I don't have to make coffee the first thing in the morning. I don't have to think about how to get to work every day because I live in a freaking town, in a freaking village that has no means of transporta- transportation whatsoever. I'm also... Um, but new thing is I'm in love with German design. I'm in love with... German industrial design and from now on I'll only buy things that are made in Germany or designed in Germany or something like that. I wish, but <laughs> uh, what else can I say? So yeah, nothing serious going on in my mind, no big contemplation of the structure of universe or the meaning of life, um, nothing like that. And um, my mind has been busy uh, on the trivial things in life. So so yeah, what can I say? No discovery, no questions. Um, and yet, I would say that my iPad has been pretty great, especially with the Apple Pencil. I do have some free time to 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 uh, make some sketches here and there, and it's been quite relaxing. And uh, I wouldn't say that um, it's the best thing in the world. It's not like oh, I regret not buying it earlier. Like that's <laughs> that's what a, little, a lot of people say. That's not me. Uh, but basically what it is, is that I could, uh, watch a lot of TV on bed, in bed right now. And also I could, uh, have a better quality phone call with my best friend because she has also an iPhone and we could use this iMessage FaceTime thingy. So that's, that's quite cool. I like that. Um, other than that, I haven't really brought my iPad outdoors too much because I do not have a bag that is exactly the size of the iPad. And yeah, I would just say that um, 
I haven't brought it outdoors, so it's not really. I'm not perform. I'm not, let's say, um, using it to its hundred percent capacity. I suppose because the point of buying the iPad, I, I thought I would be on the train and I would um, write some more on the train using the iPad, and that has not really happened. And really, the fact that because I only purchased the Wi-Fi edition, and the fact that I have to bring my cell phone for the hotspot every time, it's kind of annoying. But I would say that I am not going to, like, I'm not the kind of person who is willing to spend like for like ten dollars U.S. dollars or something to to um, just to get the 4G, 5G functioning LTE version. So um, that's my choice. I'm just saying that I'm limited by my choice, of course, um, and that's totally fine. But it's gonna also, of course, limit how I use my iPad. So it's not re really a mobile device for me, and that's okay because I it has many many purposes. So that's fine. Um, what else can I say? I think I'm back to. Uh, I don't know, like uh, reading and learning about Taiwanese politics and just politics in general. So not a lot of reading, but ah, that's a good point. I think today I might be able to uh, catch up on some reading I was going to do. I was going to read uh, a new novel by Emily Giffen, which is called Meant to Be. She is not exactly my favorite author, but I would say I really like uh, Something Borrow and Something Blue, which were her first two novels. And I like them not exactly because of the content, but because of the sentimental value attached to the to the two books. Basically, I read these books about exactly 15, I'm, yeah, exactly 15 years ago for the first time. And uh, I found them in the... Well, we used to rent uh, a house in Toronto, and uh, the landlord, uh, the landlord's family is Jewish, which is not important. The point is, their daughter is about f a few years older than me, and um, so their daughter left a few books uh, in the basement, and most of them are just Jewish reading. And I suspect that it's the things that these are not the most important books in her life. That's why she's not. she didn't bring them with her. Uh, the point is, she left also Emily Giffen's two novels, the uh, before, sorry, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, something Borrowed and Something Blue. I suspect it's sort of the kind of the chick lit that she's not bringing with her. Lucky for me, I have them, and I read them when I was 15, um, and I absolutely love them. And for some reason... It's sort of the first chick lit I read, and or rather the only ones I read. And so, so you know, I I'm not exactly. It's not because of the writing style that I like. It's nothing like that. It's really just that um, I was I had nothing to do, and it's the first thing I sort of the fir very first books I read when I was in Toronto, and it it's really from a land landlord's daughter and you sort of have a lot of stories about the daughter uh, and what her life is like when she was living there and so there's a lot of emotional attachment to the two books and of course the content the story itself um, are, is pretty good and so from since then I've followed every single book by Emily Giffen and I would say I would say that sadly the very first novels are the best ones there are some good ones in between um, but I would say the characters are the most memorable in the first one. So anyway, so I'm yet to read Meant to Be, and um, I was thinking whether or uh, whether I should get a Kindle version or uh, a real book, because 
because it's the kind of novel that you want to curl up in the bed to read, and、uh, the Kindle book doesn't really do that. Although, because I'm living in Taiwan, it's a little bit more expensive, and、uh, to get the actual hardcover. I'm still thinking about it, and oh, the thing is, because I know that it's probably a story based a little bit more on the U.S. history, especially、uh, JFK, and、uh, I'm not so familiar with that, so I'm not sure if I'm gonna be totally interested in the content. But nonetheless, it's her new book. I should just read it. I I also didn't read the second last one actually, because I heard it's about 911, and I'm not so interested. I mean, I'm not interested in the trauma and the drama associated with that. Plot, so so yeah, I'm still thinking, but I haven't really properly read for a while.、Um, the most recent one I finished was、uh, Junkie by、uh, Bureau. I think that's how you pronounce his name. Basically, of course, it's about hearing addict, and、uh, it's I love it. It's fantastic, and I bought Naked Lunch, although I haven't even started Naked Lunch.、Um, I mean, I read a few pages into it, and it's just I'm not in the mood anymore.、Um, but the good thing is, Bureau was his birthday. I share his birthday, so I'm happy about that.、Uh, what else can I say? So yeah, just a lot of things going on in my life.、Uh, there are many things on my to-do list, and sort of I'm just putting them off,、um, just not facing reality for now.、Uh, sometimes it works, <laughs> and I'm gonna try it a little bit. So today, that's about it. I've nothing to, else to say.、Um, I think this is probably gonna be a remedial, remedial, like an in-between episode where I really don't re- discuss anything. But I'll probably resume to recording very soon.、Um, maybe I'll have to start a new season to explain this lack of updates.、Um, who knows? So yeah, so that's it for today. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day and wonderful life. I'll come back. I'm not gonna delete this channel. So yeah, thank you for listening. Bye bye.